Chapter 1. Losses and Fears Whenever I am blessed by the presence of my children, my soul soars. Whenever they leave, my heart breaks. Our Lives Alone by Asia's Athandra, AF 331 I never expected her absence to affect me so much, Darrell noted. She's only been gone two days now. Safa, his wife, looked up from her pile of missives. She sat upon the sofa, feet propped on the marble-topped table with feet facing the crackling logs within the fireplace. Jezira? she gasped. Darrell nodded. The house seems empty without her. He turned to stare out the windows, wishing he could see so much further than the gardens. Instead, the view that greeted him was a damp, drizzly autumn night. The heights to the west of Ashoka might have even received snow. It was a miserable time to be out in the weather, and Darrell hoped Rook and Jazeera were encamped somewhere warm and safe. Thinking of them, he glanced around his empty study, wishing they were with him now. She found a home in my heart as well, Satha said with a laugh. What an unusual family we have. Two comers, a senja and an outcast girl. Darrell smiled. You know we can't adopt her and make her Rook's sister. He would be furious with us. Satha's smile slipped. I wish we could have seen him one last time, she said with a longing sigh. We will see him again, Darrell said, infusing his voice with certainty. You truly believe you can change the minds of the other elves? Darrell didn't answer. He eyed the chess set. Jazeera often played against him. She was a fiery young woman, but somehow she could control that passion and gather her focus when it came to chess. She was almost as good as Bree, and better than Rook. There were many good memories associated with that table and that game. In that moment, he would have given all his money and power to play just one more game with his son. You don't believe, do you? Satha whispered, reading his silence as easily as she read her missives. Darrell had never been able to hide anything from her. Nevertheless, she needed something to believe in. She needed hope. They all needed it. The house had been trapped in a sullen misery ever since Rook had been deemed unworthy. The gloom had certainly ensnared Jeresh. He was usually cheerful and optimistic, but lately he was more often dour and irritable. Even Bree had been affected. Her calm and collected countenance had been replaced with jagged patterns of edgy anger. She still blamed herself and Darrell for Rook's predicament. I do believe, Darrell answered. He knew Satha could see through his lies as easily as she could the pebbles at the bottom of a clear stream. But sometimes, like water, words could distort. Then the lie wasn't so obvious. He hated not telling his wife the truth, but he needed her to believe in him. He needed her strength. It won't be easy, but yes. Together, I think we will be able to bring him home. Satha stared at him, seeming to study his features. What do we need to do? she asked. Darrell hid a relieved exhalation. We need to utilize the opportunities Rook left for us. We must trumpet to the Nine Hills everything he did on the expedition to the caverns. The city is already alight with tales of his exploits. 
Sutha raised a questioning eyebrow. Rook is my son, but even I find it hard to credit the stories circulating about him. Do you really think he killed hundreds of chimeras by himself and saved hundreds of our warriors during the return journey to Ashoka? Whether we believe is immaterial, Darrell said. It's whether the people believe, especially those of our caste. Satha chewed a fingernail and wore a thoughtful expression.